which is probably one of the most beautiful pages of the gospel and is a central point, a key to understand the mission of Jesus and uh, the power of his life and of his teachings. And especially the last line, whoever wishes to save his life will, will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. Yesterday, as many of you, I was recalling 9-11. Actually, I was traveling. I was at the airport in St. Paul, Minnesota. And I was very moved because at a certain point, they gave an announcement and they asked for a minute of silence. And all the airport stopped. It was so still. And then after one minute of silent prayer, they played the, the taps, the, the music of departing. And I was thinking, what, what remains after 20 years? What hope we have now after 20 years from what had happened? And I, I saw that what remains are the stories of every single person that in that day, in those terrible moments, lived exactly what Christ lived. Instead of running, running, running away, instead of do something else, thousands of people, they chose to do as Christ did. They went there, they risked their life, they tried to bring help, hope. I read many stories in all the newspapers in the past few days. They collected stories of the people who, in some, of those who survived, but also of the beautiful friendship connections that raised from that encounter with the people who ran there instead of running away. And I was thinking that the answer to the evil, the answer to what is impossible to understand is always Christ and his cross. Is always somebody who decides not to run away, but to affirm that I can do as Christ did. I can offer my life because something could survive. I found uh, the, the words that John Paul II pronounced the few days after 9-11. I want to quote just a brief passage to, to stress this point. He says, Yesterday was a dark day in the history of humanity, a terrible affront to human dignity. After receiving the news, I followed with intense concern the developing situation, with heartfelt prayers to the Lord. How is it possible to commit acts of such savage cruelty? The human heart has death from which schemes of unheard of ferocity sometimes emerge, capable of destroying in a moment the normal daily life of a people. 
But faith comes to our aid at these times when words seem to fail. Christ's word is the only one that can give a response to the questions which trouble our spirit. Even if the forces of darkness appear to prevail, those who believe in God know that evil and death do not have the final say. Christian hope is based on this truth. At this time, our prayer for trust draws strength, strength from it. And it, it, it is true because we saw and we see every day men and women doing the same. Just taking the cross, accepting the cross. But it was the same during COVID. It is the same. How many people, instead of running away for fear, accepted to be there, the first responders, many religious, many of you, just accepting that fear and pain wasn't, were not the last word. Christ did the same. He endured the cross and offered love in exchange. And that made life possible again. So that was 9-11, 20 years ago. It is COVID now. Who knows what will happen in 20 years? But the answer is always the same. The answer is love beyond fear. It's life beyond death and that never change that's our hope that's what we have to bring to the world this is the gift we have to share with our brothers and sisters this is the way through which in the first centuries the world converted to christianity because they saw life they saw love they saw hope in a world of despair. So let us pray to see, to see the truth of these words and to have courage and boldness to offer our life.